Everybody, please put hey. a thumb in the air. Hey. Senioritis like a motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> One foot out the door for me. Yeah, this is the season. Uh, if you don't believe, like I do, that the season ended effectively with back to back losses to Washington and Toronto, um, that loss to Montreal last night, the nail in the coffin, I would have you to would say. But BSH persists. We will go on. We are content. That's what we do. So let me introduce you to the panel for the evening. And we got a fun show for you because mom and dad aren't here. So let's <laughs> let's lead it off with the fly by herself, Kelly Hinkle. So one thing I learned this week that brought me a lot of joy internally is that it doesn't ever matter how bad the flyers are or how good the penguins are. We will always own space in the heads of their fans. You know, it's very uh, like we 16, are. 16,000 days. Did you know this? It's I, very much. I do wow. now, yeah. I do, and I love it. <laughs> I hope they never win one. This was, uh, I, star- I started like a mini riot when I was at the stadium series up there. Like I was, my friends for some reason left me alone in an oh, orange God. tux and thought it was a good, like, oh yeah, <laughs> Bill won't start shit Huge when he's mistake. by himself. And like some people, I'm walking around in an orange tux, so you got to expect like some people to yell some stuff yeah. at you. I'm just like, yo, I'm here. My. My team sucks. This stadium's half empty. You just won back-to-back cups. Like you're the you're the losers. I'm here. I'm a fan. But yeah, I do love that they have that little brother mentality. No matter what, oh, we're the city of champions. No matter how many championships that basketballless city wins. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They'll never be us because we're a city and they're a town with one street. They're like, kind of have baseball either. Yeah, they don't have a baseball team either. Really. Could you imagine a Flyers fan counting how many days since the last time the Penguins did something? Well, I mean, a Flyers fan. Counting is uh, uh, yeah, a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, one of you. What are the eternal things then? Death, taxes, and Pittsburgh misery? Yes. Yeah. It's just one of those places that's always gray. And if you haven't noticed their voices already, we've got some NXT call-ups for you tonight. We've got the fly. <laughs> I don't know who gets that reference and who doesn't, but uh, we have the fly purpley Everyone guys here listens. for you. Uh, let's lead it off with, I call him Stove Jacket, Steve Jaco. The stove is back and... Man, am I sorry. Last person they could find on the roster, you know, quadruple A player, the Jordan Wheel of podcasting. But, hey, he's uh, on their number one power play in Montreal. Yeah, They're uh, five points ahead of us. What? Are they really? What yeah. a time to be alive. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So I just want to say that Sean Couturier has spoiled the hell out of us. It feels like he's been playing for 45 years. He's just now playing the best hockey of his career, 30 goals. It's just it's hard to excuse age for a young player's inconsistency. We got Cooch shutting down Malkin since before he could legally buy a beer. I mean, youth is a per- perfectly reasonable excuse, but Cooch is just that good. He completely spoiled us. Yeah, I talked about Couturier on uh, the Big Daddy Graham show last night. I do a segment every week, the three stars of the week, and I gave him number one because in what is a lost season, I mean, this yep. little run was yeah. fun, and we'll get to that in a few minutes, but... They threw the first half of the season away, and honestly, in the beginning, it was, all right, yeah, maybe Coots isn't what we thought he was last year. Well, he missed two games, and he's going to surpass his numbers from last year if, if, if he continues scoring at this rate. Uh, to see his ascension, to see his progression, if nothing else, it gives me... It, it, it gives me confidence looking at what some of these young kids are right now and thinking, okay, when they're 25, 
this could be something really special here. This could be something mm-hmm. awesome if they continue with the trajectory. And Sean Couturier, let's face it, we remember that draft. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't get mono, he goes number one. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah, all that talk? He yeah. would have been number one, but he dropped, what, did we get him at seven? Yeah. Six or seven? I don't quote me on that, but yeah, yes, I, I think, think so. Seven. But right. Don't quote me. Uh, let's throw it to at sports are bad, Mr. Greg. I was gonna thank you, Bo. I was gonna uh, I saw an Oilers fan get retweeted in my timeline talking about why yeah, first of all, thank you, and also why they aren't gonna reassign Anthony Stellars. So I wanted to go back to the Stellars for Talbot trade just for a second. I don't want to talk about it for too long because that was a whole <laughs> fucking week. But neither does the team. <laughs> yeah. What's but right? I you know, wondering if Talbot's gonna play, at least the trade makes a little more sense now because they got a backup for next year, possibly for a guy that was just gonna walk. At the end of the year. And Stellaris exactly has been lighting up in Edmonton. So, 891 save percentage for five games. Yeah, well. That's a shocker. Yeah, big shock right there. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like that's what he is. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah, I wanted to... trade it away a Vesna winner. No, I, I wanted to see. I did, I did, I did have uh, maybe I, not hopes, but yeah. I just... It's basically the Sam Moran idea in my head. I don't even care at this point. Mm. I just want to know. I want like, to just show me if he sucks or if he's good. Yeah, my whole thing was uh, I even bought in a little bit to bring him back next year for the backup, but just the fucking knees. It's the knees that yeah. I just the injuries or I don't know. No, I can't possibly have another year where it's like, oh yeah, well, goalie's not going to be ready. Yeah, uh, where the, our goalie situation is. Well, we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. And maybe less than a dozen next year would be nice. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe they go for the Baker's dozen. I don't know. (laughs) I just want them to increase each year. I want 10 next year. That'd be awesome. 13 goalies. Make it happen. That's on YouTube. Six six goalies on the ice. All right, guys. I've had like a good news, bad news last 24 hours, and I always want to start with the bad news. Uh, Mike Trout signs the mega extension with the LA Angels of Anaheim. What a dick. And you know, no, you know what? Good for him. He got his money. But I will say, I do believe him to be a coward because he didn't want to come and play under the pressure. Yeah, that's right. And he cosplayed as Mr. Philadelphia just to scare Uh the Angels into giving him this mega extension. That's all it's about. He was playing us. He's not Mr. Philly because if he was, if he really did cry, Dad, we got Doc Halliday. Like he would come home and play for that team that he referred to as we. Like, no, that was a lie. No more. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't have got more on the open market. No more. No more football from Zach Ertz. Yeah, no, nothing, yeah, nothing, nothing. A yeah, drop no cut off. Yeah. A drop kick. I don't understand kick. how baseball works. Like, nobody how, does. How is it this much money? I, the <laughs> the TV fuck? networks just throw their money because nobody no in the whole league draws. Yeah, no. nobody <laughs> except the Yankees Every have good time attendance. Every I see baseball on television, it's an empty stadium. Unless it's unless you're the Red Sox or the or the Cubs, you play in an empty stadium. Like, yep. I don't know where the money comes from. It's just television it's networks. It's the only game in town in the summer. And yeah. it's all people have There's to put on There's a lot TV. of games. Yeah. There's nothing else to put on TV in the summer, so it's like, oh, I'll just throw the Do ball they game on. just charge and... bars, like, tremendous amounts of money for the MLB package? Like, I, it's got to be that. I don't know. But, Mike Trout, uh, screw you. But the good news, <laughs> the good news, this thing I've been waiting for my entire life, I would say today Dude. is possibly the most excellent day of my entire 30-year existence. Bill and Ted 3 filming this summer oh, okay. in theaters August 2020. Guys, I I, I, I got nothing. I, I'm really I am, excited. I am ecstatic. I have nothing but positive energy. This I've been waiting my whole life for this goddamn movie. Station. Uh, they made it. It was a Twitter video with Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves from the uh, from what the hell's that place called? The L- Los Angeles Bowl, whatever that place is. The uh, big, let's just go the with the Los Angeles Bowl. Down. Yeah, the yeah. big venue there. They were like, Nothing. hey, uh, you know, the place with the stuff. Bill and Ted three. Bill and Ted face the music. I just am so excited. Let's get into some hockey, I guess. 
Do you think I'd rather eat a giant ice cream sundae? Dude, it's under Socrates. <laughs> I once had a, uh, when I was a freshman in high school, a, uh, a world history sub come in. And just tell us, like, what chapter to read. He's like, oh, you guys are learning about Socrates. It's this and this. And, dude, it's under Socrates. And I was the only one in the class who got it. I was like, yes! Cool guy, substitute teacher. Did he bring out his guitar next? Play some songs? See, with Bill and Ted, I always think back to college. uh, I was at a diner late night and got an ice cream sundae. And my friend basically shamed me into no longer eating it by Ziggy Piggying me as I was eating the ice cream sundae. Oh, my God. I could never Ziggy be shamed. Ziggy Piggy. <laughs> ice cream. I mean, Spoiler, I actually still eat it. <laughs> yeah. So I guess with uh, oh, yeah, these these three losses in four games now, and it was a fun little, fun little comeback against the Penguins. It's always nice to beat the Penguins, but I do believe the stadium series and the Sunday game were basically this team's last hurrah. That was this team's Stanley Cup. And they did it. Good for them. Awesome. It was fun. Um, but now that it's, I would say, maybe not officially over because Charlie would sit baby. here and say it's math. It's not over. But 2%. Never give it's up. over. I want to look back at this run. Charlie pushes the glasses up on his nose out. and goes, oh, uh, math dictates that uh, it's Charlie. not over till it's over. Charlie doesn't wear glasses. Charlie's gonna, Does he? Charlie's going to no. get mad at us. <laughs> no. Charlie's, Charlie's cool. not even going to listen. That's true. No, Charlie is like, he goes to indie shows and has friends. Yeah, Charlie's and cooler <laughs> than all of us. Drinks like Charlie's cool cocktails. Cool yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knows where to get the best old fashioned. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So let's look back at this run. Uh, we saw uh, the biggest thing was we saw Carter Hart come up and overall play really well. He had a couple of uh, he had a couple of stinkers, yeah. but Jesus, who among us? Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> what goalie? <laughs> I mean, I Behind think this team every too. one yeah. of the yeah, other like... is six or seven or eight goalies they've played this year have had plenty of stinkers. No, the, the, uh, like under Gordon, yeah. while they've been winning, they get outshot by like eight shots a yeah. night, and the, like they're getting absolutely hammered. Just give him a chance. Yeah, he had like the two or three games where he's bad, but. Oh, Overall, if you were just hoping to see some sort of sign out of Carter Hart, I think you got way more than that. And that's the big one. We eventually finally saw Phil Myers. That's huge. We've been hearing about Phil Myers for a long time. And so is Phil Myers. Yeah. yeah. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a a tower. He's a large man. We got the towers of terror between him and and Travis Sanheim. I I like like those I like that. Yeah. And he's good. I think that's and the important thing. Yeah, that's really good. We saw him not come just up big, good. Yeah. He's not, not tentative. I, I no. like that. It looks he didn't like miss a beat. I like that. It looks like he came up and said, "Screw it, I'm playing my game because yep. this is why they liked me in the first place." And uh, he seems to have the confidence of a good NHL player. Want to see him? Uh, the two big wins versus the Penguins. Gotta love them. Sanheim, Patrick, Lindblom, and TK all stepped up at times during this run. Like that's the thing. If it was last year. And it was just Claude Giroux three-point nights dragging a clearly mediocre team Mm -hmm. to a obvious first-round loss. You go, okay, what did we really learn? But since we got to learn this, I think it was worth it. And that's what I want to lead off with this run. We are now, at this very point, drafting 15th. Only Montreal has a a worse draft position among the uh, non-playoff teams was this worth it? Because everyone in January was like, the last thing in the world I want is the 15th pick. And here we are. <laughs> and this is what we're getting. Here we are. Uh, to me, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. I wanted the high pick, of course. And yeah. if they were playing better, like, I don't want to say playing bad. If the underlying numbers were better, I think I'd be a bigger fan of it. I also think there's something to, like, just kids playing better when there's no pressure on them. Yep. Like, they came in and they were like, this team's out of it. We'll just. That's. But. Do you think this is a because they got themselves into the run and it became yeah. a thing? Like they thought they were well, in the playoff race. Okay, and then down the stretch when it came down to it, what happened over the last couple? Yeah, of, and I mean yeah. they were Clint. They, uh, Montreal. Uh, I think the Flyers are. 
not better coached, but no. better, I'd say, on paper. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just a young defense yeah, and yeah. some moving parts. But overall, roster for roster, I'd take the Flyers roster. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Montreal's got Gary Bryce. Yeah, and, and that's the great eraser. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but if I was if we could just pick a team next going into next year, mm-hmm. I'm taking the Flyers. But the other two teams they lost to, just better. Yeah. Like just better teams. That's uh, to blow that lead against Toronto, I know, but uh, but I, I, I'm struggling with this. They're a better team. They're if, a better team at the end of the if day. If they were just in last place this whole time, I would have been fine. Capo yeah. Caco train, here we go. I I think it was worth it. This is I think it was worth it. And the thing is like yeah. Outside of Kako and Hughes, like, I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> like, I just don't. I'm, like, we were saying before the show, like, enough with the draft picks. Like, cool, draft picks. I right, said fun. a preview of the draft shows to come later. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> like just, a no, listen, I'll do my research yeah, and yeah, get yeah. into it. I'm a professional-ish. And but we'll, we'll probably, I mean, this team drafts well. If they're drafting no, they in the middle they of the first been. round, they'll well, probably find somebody I thought somebody they didn't, they, but it turns they out they've drafted well. well they, yeah. they New GM in town, though. Yeah, we'll see. I'm just saying, like... I think that the fact that we've gotten to see some kids step up, Myers and Hart specifically, we've gotten to see, uh, you know, some of the other younger guys who've been on the roster for a while kind of click a little bit. That's more important to me than getting, like, the eighth overall pick. Who oh, even whoa. is, like, whatever. Like, who cares? Yeah. That's, That's not the, what I was talking I'm talking about. I mean, a lottery. About. I know, yeah. I mean, yeah. it. It wouldn't have been one of the top two. <laughs> That's us. The... You're right. It wouldn't have been. It would. It's going to be the the Oilers and the Blackhawks because there is no God. But yeah, what's your <laughs> point? There, yeah. there is not. But if anything was worth it to me, all the wins over Pittsburgh. That's yeah. the one thing. The wins, the wins over Pittsburgh warmed my cold, dead heart. And I, I will say this go. too. I can be easily swayed because I didn't really think about this until today. But I the seeing Hart up and and Myers and Sanheim actually thriving pretty well. I'll take I'll take that and knowing they'll be that next season. Like, I'll take this lost time. Yeah, and that's that. even though, because at one point they were, it was them and Ottawa oh, battling yeah. for last. Yeah, yeah. And so if that's what I thought this team really was, that would be one thing. No, but I it's haven't. clear they're not. They no. weren't. They were just playing, like, absolute shit. Maybe it was Dave Hackstall. Maybe it was the goaltending. Yeah. Maybe it was all the – whatever. Whatever the issue was, they were better than that. So there was going to be some sort of regression to the mean, and you were going to be more in that – Eight to ten or, yeah. or higher range, fifteenth. Yeah, I know that's a kick in the balls, but no, wait. So I was trying to tell Craig about this earlier. So Dr. Jake, who works for BSH, oh, okay. was telling us about this kid who's projected at fifteen right now, Cole Caulfield, who's part of the oh, U.S. National yeah. Team Holden? Development Program. I'm well, calling him Holden. Okay, yeah. I for, he's he had a six he's goal game last week. Up. Yeah, uh-huh. but isn't he playing with Jack Hughes? Maybe. Isn't this like the so Walter and Fairby thing and last year? Yeah. And he's small. I am like, I'm ready for us to turn into Tampa Bay and just start drafting <laughs> all of the small, skilled Yeah, fools. oh yeah, just look yeah, for just the like smallest guy in the QHL. Guys, who, guys he's 5'6", 155. Let's go. 5'6", 155? Yeah. <laughs> An entire go, team of Briers and San Luis. The Canadians, yeah. All yeah. of the Johnny The Canadians Goudreau's. had Paul Byron and Jordan Will on the ice at the same time. <laughs> like last, five, like that, six. like yesterday. Anyway. 5'6", 155. I was bigger than that in the fourth grade. If you stack these guys... On each other's shoulders, you have a, a full hockey. Game. Yeah, do the whole two kids in a trench coat thing. Yeah. I just I'm I'm thinking about that um, that off season coming out of the lockout when 
we were like, when Bobby Clark was like, well, everyone's getting faster, so we need to stop them. <laughs> Chris Terrian, come on home. Mike like Ratchie, come on in. Mike Ratchie. Yeah, uh, Mike Ratchie, who played about as many games for the Flyers as any of us did. I forgot uh, Mike Ratchie. Oh, he, he was real, as of, like, and he was magnificent. Ago. Mike yeah. Ratchie might be the, like, we're going to get to the jersey off the back thing, but is Ra- Ratchie's oh, one of the ones who's funny oh, enough right. to wear the jersey. Oh, no. yeah, that's that, a good that is, if no, I had if season I had tickets, that, yeah. if I had season tickets, a Ratchie jersey would be might be yeah. one of the ones funny enough to wear all the time. That'll be worth it. These underlying numbers, they are yeah. pretty bad. So I was going to say, you just you said it, though. You put the blue. Yeah. So earlier in the season with Hackstall, they were actually driving play, but the goaltending and penalty kill sucked. And then Gordon came in, and they were like, all right, we're going to see Carter Hart. And apparently Scott Gordon told Lappy to change one thing, and now the penalty kill is good. So it was like the things we were missing <laughs> early in the year. Like if we had the extra things like the special teams and the goaltending paired with the 5 on 5, I'd be really excited about this team. But I think the five on five is more Scott Gordon, not. Didn't somebody say last know. week that if you could have combined Hack and Gordon into one coach, they would have been really good? <laughs> Probably, I, maybe. I just, or you could just right. go get a good coach. Or yeah, uh, hey Lappy, yeah. one that's, quick note that's for you, Lappy. One quick note: maybe have them do stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, it. that's standing move, still and hoping they feet. hit you with the shot. Uh, bad strategy. Move your stick. I Waving just, your stick yeah. around. I just wish I could have been there for Gordon being like, just make him more aggressive, and Lappy being like. Oh. What, ha- what happened? Whoa, 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 whoa. Do stuff? We only have four players out there. You know that, right? It's a wild idea, but it just might work. Yeah, uh, yeah. these underlying numbers, they are... Oh, yeah. I don't, they're literally we, at the end of... Yeah, which they're, is they're 30th in, uh, in Corsi 4 since, this is since January 13th. So. so this is when they had that win over the wild that yeah. started this whole entire thing. Uh, i got to find the numbers first. What's really okay. nice is that these numbers, you know, while horrific... Are still above the devils. Still above the devils, but wow. as Clearly we pointed out earlier, devils. yeah, the devils are just like extras from TV shows that they put on the ice. <laughs> but like, they're thirtieth in Corsi four percentage, thirtieth in Fenwick four percentage, sixteenth in goals four percentage, thirty first in scoring chances uh, uh, percentage. So terrible, Seems just bad. across, yeah, all across. And then we, they're uh, fifth in the power play, eleventh on the penalty kill, and fifth on the save percentage. Which is why the rumors about. Scott, like I, I like Scott Gordon as a human being. As a person, and, and he's I awesome. Wouldn't, I wouldn't mind him sticking around in an assistant capacity, but the idea that he's the best person to no. That's if I have this. I'm yeah, sticking said, with this yeah. theory. Yeah. It's Quenville's job if he wants it. I, I have yes. a, I have to believe they've already got feelers out to oh, queue, or yeah. they already know if he's going to take the job or not. I have, but to me, it's his job if he wants it. They and send him he, an edible arrangement yeah. a week. If he doesn't want it, then I want the biggest coaching search ever. Yeah. I want anyone who's ever laced up skates or driven by Hollydale to get a shot at this thing. Bring in anyone with any sort of perspective. Get what they have to see. What their ideas are. Hear from everybody, and at the end. If we decide Scott Gordon is the best possible candidate, I won't shit all over it. Due diligence. I'm, yeah. I'm just let me that. believe, yeah. even if it's a sham, yeah. just let me believe we're not just, here you go, Greg Berube, the keys to the castle. <laughs> like, uh, Jack Adams and nominee. Yes, maybe, I mean, he made the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, and it's like, yes, half the teams make the playoffs. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're not one of the teams losing on purpose. Congratulations. We're not special. Uh, but, yeah, uh, this last night this came up. Has it is. Is Babcock like already falling out of favor in Toronto? I think so. I saw something today about player. Uh, uh, he doesn't I mean, like the like player usage. There. He yeah. doesn't yeah. like the young. I know that's like. Wait a second. Toronto's complaining yeah, about something. I know. I know they're, they're insane out of there. Worse than us. They're like Eagles fans up <laughs> yeah. there, and I get it. I'm just thinking like, 
if no, he no. if he shakes free, I would also say, hey, yeah, would you fuck, like yeah, this bring thing? Yeah. Uh, but all, you know, we have the sign him up. Yeah, I'll take any of the big name <laughs> coaches. I want to make a splash. Absolutely. Well, that's the thing. It's Quinville, and then who else are the big name coaches? Not Bilesma. Oh fuck no, no! I'm not talking about Bilesma. I was not yeah, going no. that direction. Yeah, no, Bilesma's my like that's my literally nightmare. the only other I name would I'm thinking Scott of Gordon. is Sheldon Keefe, who's the coach of the Mark. Yeah. That's literally it. Yeah, like, no. for me. So I there's this guy. There's this guy. He was a coach way back when, oh, shit, early '90s. Name uh, Terry Murray. He was a GM for a bit. Name of uh, Paul Holmgren. Paul Holmgren. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He hasn't coached. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know who, who needs does. a job? Randy Carlisle. Oh. <laughs> I got a toaster I need installing. So. Do you have any tums on you? Because that is just disgusting. Um, what else? Uh, John Cooper, his name came up oh. just in terms of F- if this they, team, yeah. if this, t- I don't believe this to be the case. And I think it's I'm- stupid, but teams do stupid shit all the time. Yeah. So if they don't get it done this year and they are the best team since the 95-96 Red Wings, who did, of course, you know, lose and then go on <laughs> to win the next two, but they did lose. Uh, could you see him possibly? I, we've talked. We talked about it this week. I threw it out there. Steve was saying if they don't get past the second round. I mean, he's had other no, good teams. Yeah. I said. I said. But if this they, one is fifty fifty. If they lost in the first round, it would happen. Oh, yeah. Second round is like, eh. But I think know. it also depends on how they lose. Like if it's like a massive, complete breakdown. Well, I'm like looking the at Flyers it, getting killed by the. I'm Bruins looking at it like they're up <laughs> two to one on the Blackhawks and they lost. They're up three to two on the Penguins. They lost and they're up three to two on it. Like. Yeah, There's a true. trend of him losing in the playoffs. Fair. And this team is fucking loaded, and I don't know. I mean, I, if you can't win with this Lightning yeah. team. Like, again, mm. like you were saying, that, like, if they reach the cup, okay, maybe, maybe. not. But, like, if they fucking yeah, if they get out there the, and lose to a San Jose or something, yeah. you know, that's one thing. Oh, mm. What about a – it was Tampa-Calgary last time, those, right? Uh, yeah. That would be an interesting – I don't – I think you got to be a little more mature – than uh, Calgary is to get all the way through and have that's a goalie. Why, yeah, yeah, and that's why I think, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with my Tampa San Jose pick. But I, man, this Stanley Cup final could be interesting, and it'll be fun to see. I think it's going to be a if good teams one. overreact to their I would their playoff love failures. To see Tampa San Jose, Tampa San Jose. That's would my be dream. Amazing. I want seven games of that. That's my dream. That's all I want this year. Oh, God, I think I that would be the best one. All right, let's get it back on track here. So there's nine games left in this uh, play out the string sort of. Uh, I don't think they're looking at it as play out the no. string as, as long as they're mathematically. That's the annoying thing. As lo- yeah. yeah, because yeah. Gordon, I don't know if he said it exactly like until we're mathematically yeah. eliminated, but it seemed like until it's actually over, we're not going to be looking at Cam Talbot. Yeah. Sam mm-hmm. Moran is the eighth defenseman. Was was Moran inactive last night? He was unable to. I thought they said they maybe wanted to get him in instead of McDonald, but he also had the flu or no. something. I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't I don't know. I thought that's everybody seems to have the flu. Philly flu. Yeah, that's uh but so these nine games, what do we want to see? Is it really just try out because someone on Twitter like I just want to see the young kids. It's like we're seeing them. Yeah, we're- they're all here. <laughs> they're also I guess I guess Vorobiev over Veroni or Knight or something. Oh, but other I've than that, Veroni for my entire life. Yeah, I'm I'm good on all those guys. Yeah, that's but- the thing. Like I, I could I could go with them swapping out the fourth line for some more interesting kids from the Phantoms, but really. But how like, many of them uh, are there? Like, yeah, I, uh, it's. Uh, I'm a I'm a pro Vecchioni guy, is but Obe, I don't Obe care. Kubel still hurt. Like, I I was gonna say only him. The only guy back. I think of too is David Cache or whatever. And yeah, I mean we I could just get like get too. weird and throw up some weird ones and just yeah, see what sure. happens. You only get so many call ups at this point, that's right? The thing you there's can't the do. emergency. So like, there's so in that case, literally, we just want to see Sam Warren and Talbot. Yeah, that's what it is. Talbot for sure, I want to see. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I want to see, see Talbot. Like, what the hell is going on with him? I, and, and like, well, I just Brian Elliott is not giving you that much more of a chance to win. I, yes, I cannot yes, believe he is. it. Wait, watch no, I, I, you got to watch who you're saying <laughs> that next. So on, I know who I'm talking. <laughs> I know I'm next to him. I, Honestly, I don't think that they expected Brian Elliott to play as well as he did when he got back. And yeah. if he hadn't, we would have seen more Cam Talbot. But he was playing lights out, so you can't take him out if you're legitimately still trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, also, no, they're playing hard. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, if you're trying, I just the idea that you can play him every night. I know the workload doesn't matter because he's not coming back, yeah. so if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. That's why I said if I was him, I would sit out this year and just be like, hey, I'm healthy. <laughs> Who wants to sign me in August? So the like, Neuvera strategy. Yeah, I would just <laughs> sit out and hope to get a contract next year if I was him. But uh, like, if you were really trying to win, I get every single individual night is its own game. you got to take it one at a time and all that bullshit. But if I'm looking at, okay, we have a stretch of however many games over however many days hmm. – we're not going to have Brian Elliott available, or he's going to really suck in one or two of them if we play him ten times in a row. Yeah. And that's what happened. He was excellent in most of those games. Yeah. I have really come to respect Brian Elliott. Uh, I think he, I think he's a, I think he's a, he's a warrior for this team, and he's sacrificed his individual numbers because everyone else has sucked so bad. He has had to play so much yeah. until Carter Hart. But I just don't get the idea of playing him this much and not giving Cam Talbot anything at all i yeah i One just think game. it's because he was playing so well and i think charlie i remember spelled it out for us there was a time that we were all super pissy and it was like there was really only one game that it even made sense for talbot to play over the that first yeah. stretch of him being here yeah and it's like i get why they didn't because they legitimately were trying and elliot was playing so well but at this point now if there, if the the idea really is to audition Talbot, like you have to audition Talbot. Yeah. Now is the time. There's a reason you traded for him. Yeah, is, so you got to see. see we got to see what's happening. Beating there. the uh, AHL version of the Devils is really not. No, do the that's job. not going to do it. <laughs> All right, so we have in. Uh, I I want to see Samuel Moran personally. Mm-hmm. I just want to see him. I, I just want to see what he has. I want to see him. I don't care if it's, he's good or if he's bad. Can they put the it's the like the Loch Ness the monster now. Is. I just want to see no, him. You've heard all these rumors. I just I want to see him. Look at him up there. He's very big. <laughs> yes, Kelly. He's very big and all that. Better watch hitting his head on the, the, head on the roof, just waving. Yeah, yeah, no. He's hey like, we, have, has any the um, Samuel Moran fan club on Twitter? Oh, I recently I, they I threw me a follow, so I followed back. Come for me, fuckers! I hate this kid. No, it's not that I'm in love with him or anything. It's just that I want to know if he has anything to offer besides being big. I yeah. want to know if he he's doesn't. better. I want to know if he's better than Robert Haig. Yeah. I mean, because Robert Haig sure. stinks. Well, I mean, I, honestly, yeah. I mean, why don't you but Haig's playing every single night. Is... That's my issue. Well, every yeah. night, but, yeah. but all I... those hits that don't make a difference at all. Well, okay, hold like, on. Mark, where are these hits? I don't. I've know. been watching this kid for two fucking years. He leads the league in hits, and I've never <laughs> I, seen any I of them. Think, I think they're all. The, uh... I think they're all around the crease before that player gets away from him. Like, at least, scores, at like, least I saw yeah. Luke Shen diving out of the screen <laughs> to hit somebody who let the puck go two seconds ago. At least I saw him yeah, yeah. Superman diving at a guy. Uh, he's, yeah. I've never seen Haig actually throw. I've seen him try to staple guys to the boards a little. That's but that one. is some hometown scoring to assign this guy this many. But anyway, yeah. Robert Haig Robert played 19 minutes and 23 seconds on New Year's Day. Since then, he has averaged under 16 minutes a game. In his first 36 games, he had 12 points. I remember in the beginning of the season, us going, oh, yeah. maybe there's a little more to Robert Haig than we've seen. Maybe there's a little more. Well, in the 37 games since, he has six assists. 
Since yeah. January 1, Haig has a 41.59 Corsi 4 percentage. Is that good? 42.86 goals 4 percentage. 39.06 scoring chance 4 percentage. 36.68 high danger chance 4 percentage. He is not doing well no, at all. Can I, real quick, I want to, I love so that. Hold Moran on. has to be better. In the outline, I love that you put all these numbers down and then you put a sub point that just says he is not doing well. <laughs> like, yeah. He is not doing well. I but have no, to I, myself with these the numbers. Is, no, I agree with you. But that, that's the fact Lisa that I remember what all those abbreviations stood for. I'm really yeah, proud of I'm impressed. I'm but impressed. That, but he keeps playing was my point, though, was we all think it should be Marin in for Hag just to see what Marin has. But is that what Gordon's thinking? I don't like there's no other choice. Right. Uh, they're pl- but they're playing him 15 and a half minutes a night now. They obviously yeah. see he's not good. Yeah. And so. they've made the determine. And this is Dave Haxtell's biggest issue. He thought yeah. good players were bad and bad players were good. That's why Robert Haig was getting number three defenseman minutes. Yeah. Now we've determined, oh, Andrew McDonald doesn't even belong on the ice. <laughs> and we need to really limit how much Robert Haig's out there. If we're so afraid to put Haig on the ice because when he's out there, the other team is scoring 60% of the goals, maybe give the guy who's six foot seven and can beat the shit out of somebody some playing time. Maybe he actually hits people. What if we get more seven defenseman games? Oh, see, I was going to go the opposite way. If it's overnight in Veroni, I have no problem with it. I was going to go the opposite way. Call up Justin Bailey again, add another (laughs) forward. Oh, wait, he just went back. Oh, wait, no, he's a flyer again. Oh, no, he's back in the Phantoms. What is the final count on that? Is that like 10 times in the last week? I hope it happens every game. I, I, I hope he is okay. I hope. And I'm worried, <laughs> I'm worried for his mental being. I always, I, I wish like, he's gotten oh, some He wakes up, yeah, he just wakes up and he's like, he's like, can I just stay home today or what do I have to do? And I hope, I wish they would put in a rule where you have to like tag in. Like he has to <laughs> That's come. That's what I was saying. Like he has to take a helicopter. He has to, to come to Voorhees. <laughs> he has to come to Voorhees and physically clock in. <laughs> and then like, okay, now you're on the, oh no, we got to send you back. And he's got to. But who's there. paying? That's got to be Comcast's foot in the bill for the um, gas, right? He can't possibly be expected. Like Justin Borchek's house. <laughs> Justin, can you do me a favor <laughs> and wait until it's the seven mark on the? <laughs> okay, good. Now you can clock. Okay, yeah. good. All right, uh, ten times, ten times, Craig. Um, I guess we can talk about this now because of how badly I want to see Samuel Moran, and it is because I want to see him fight. Honestly, no. I want to see him play one game and fight. I had a lot of people in post game last night asking me if I expect the Islanders to goon it up on Saturday. And that's, I mean, like I said, teams do dumb shit all time, so maybe. But the Islanders are going to the playoffs. They can still very well win this division. The Flyers are done. They're cooked. Yeah. Why would they, like, okay, yeah, you send Sezikis after Giroux. I'm sending yeah. Gudis to two-hand Barzell. Yeah. My season's over. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Kill him. Oh, yeah, you really thought was, you were going to beat Toronto in the playoffs, huh? Well, your season's over. I was going to say, you thought this through, but also, like, I don't know if the Islanders have. They might just be like Matt Martin, go punch Voracek in the face because he laid out Boychuk or whatever. Yeah, and that's the like, thing. Like, Matt Martin, integral part of their it's roster. not like they didn't try <laughs> to take. Clutterbuck. It's not like they didn't embarrass themselves well, trying why, to take yeah. runs at Voracek. Like, dudes with 10-step leads trying to run Voracek. Not even And move Jake them. just going, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, it was a joke when they tried the first time i don't see this going particularly well for them and with a flyers team that has nothing to lose yeah and why bother? everything on the line here with the islanders like they're eyeing up right. hey we have this like found money playoff run in front of us let's go after this team who threw a possibly and i was against that i thought it was a kind of a cheap play at the time but like this being a big thing yeah. is silly to me but everyone in post game last night told me i was wrong 
I do appreciate like, I don't have a big vo- hockey violin again bumper sticker. They're like, oh, you're just it's one of these fans it. who loves the soft hockey. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's Bill Matz. There's a fucking Frank Bialowis like, bobblehead on my desk. Figure skating, mostly. <laughs> like, this is what made me like hockey. I like the fights, but I just don't see a reason for it. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a reason to watch this game now because it might oh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, That's the like, only thing. Yeah. I'm hoping they do, obviously. But Clutterbuck and Martin are dumb. I mean, I they... had nothing to talk about in the checking out the competition for this game. So now this is, is going to be the whole thing. Yeah, that's it. Hey, do buddy, you, do you think so, they're going to uh, goon it up? So uh, you guys have uh, hockey players, huh? <laughs> Valtteri Filippo is still in your roster. How about that? He's hurt, man. Out for a month now. That's why. Now they're playing. All ruined. They're sliding. For the first time, I had a good run. For the first time, I looked at their last ten in the standings, and they were sub five hundred. Because all year I've just been looking at it, like, all right, but they got to be slipping eventually, right? And they just haven't. It's always like, oh yeah, they're eight and two. My what? That was me with the Devils last year. Every week with the Devils last year. You lose Val Filippo as like thirteen percent shooting percentage. It's going to hurt the team a little bit. I can't believe it's that low. Score I, two goals to have that shots. many goals, like I thought he would have a forty. The only reason percentage. I remember it is because when I looked it up, I was like, I wonder what Ovechkin's is, and Ovechkin's was thirteen yeah, percent. And like I was a, like, How is Val Philpola shooting sits, Ovechkin? He levels? sits around thirteen yeah, most of the time. This is, this is Ava Should've calling kept. me because I told her kept. that we record at five forty-five again. <laughs> oh, I did it again. I got here at five forty-five again. Oh, no. Hey, you're I on it, time. I did it two weeks in a row. Totally forgot what time the show I host is and do every week. <laughs> I'm telling you. I showed up for my wrestling show on Wednesday last week, and the, the dude break. I do it with was like, yo, you know we record tomorrow, right? It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. This you is my life now. I need, a, I need like a – I have my dry erase calendar at home. I just moved and didn't bring the dry erase calendar, so I'm totally lost. It's oh, like boy. I'm basically Rem- Reminders walking. in the phone. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't. I just – I ignore everything on my phone. Oh, okay. In that case, don't do that. Yeah, no. It, it, it's a waste of time. I just think everything's a robocall, and I'm like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> Text from mom. Oh, get out Capital of here. Capital One don't. blocked. Yeah, I know it's late. I'm a podcast host. <laughs> All right, so we talked about where are you and Scott Gord. All right, yeah. Wow, we are flying. Do we talk about Scott Gord? Oh, we? we talked a little bit a little about bit, Scott. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. talked we, enough okay, about Scott. We don't, we don't need to go back. Nobody wants him as Flyers coach the next reason, year. I, the Do reason, you think he has an NHL job? Probably not. I think he will have an NHL job. I think because, so, but, but he's like might. an assistant. Not assistant. As a, I don't think he's going to be a head coach next year. I will year. say, I've been high on what he's done just because it seems as if he's gotten the most out of some guys who the previous coach coach could not get very much out of it all that yeah and they seem to respect him more in his yeah. process connecting talked about how much more open he is with the players than hack was previously yeah i do want to bring up one thing that was really questionable from last night's game the shift before they pull the goalie they have the top line on the ice they leave heart goes with them now we have uh, not claude Giroux, not sean couturier <laughs> and not jake Voracek. now the guys no they had on the ice uh, five of the six, at least, made some sort of sense. It, it, it was like Patrick, TK, like uh, Limblom, some guys you would go, okay, it's like the second power play unit. But like Radko Gudis was out there as well, not exactly a, a possession player. <laughs> but I, I, a like, player that was a re- shots. I guess so. Fan favorite. I just, uh, in, like, in terms of decision making, that was very curious to me. It was not a good decision. No, it, it wasn't great. I he just, chose I don't have anything. Poorly. I, I it was one of the things for the first time. I was like, "What are you doing there?" Because the goalie stuff, I get. It's not like any of the goalies are actually good, so just roll with Elliot while Carter Hart's hey, hurt. But Gordo, buddy, uh, you sure you're looking at that roster right through those transition lenses? The only thing I could think of is they needed two. 
Because yeah. even if even if Montreal gets the loser point, they're still five points ahead of you. True. So you still need two. So yeah. you get the one out of the second line. Hope to get lucky, and you leave the you leave the net empty, and uh, then Giroux and Couturier get to go out there to try to win it. But I, I just that was the first time I was really like I don't really know what he was thinking there. Yeah, the, the thing is, I don't I don't think you if you're gonna like evaluate a coach effectively, I don't think you can just look at results. Like it can't be a results no. based analysis. No, Craig Berube made the playoffs exactly. <laughs> and like Craig pointed out, all he might of the actually be a numbers. good coach. Maybe I just, I mean there is something I think to a locker room mentality where they like the guy that they're playing for. That, I think, is a fair thing that you need to have. They obviously did not like Dave Haxall, and it showed. But if you, you know, have a a month stretch where you're just not getting lucky on the ice and those are your underlying numbers, it's going to get ugly really fast. Well, the thing, and I said it on the slide earlier this week too, I think, but everybody hated Haxall, but the one defense I have for Haxall is he never actually had a goalie. I no, think in his entire yeah. time he was here, they finished with like a 27th, 27th in uh, save percentage. So, I mean, like Charlie said over and over again that he wasn't that worried about the team this year because outside of special teams and goaltending, they looked pretty good. Early on, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And and he was getting those results while still being a dumbass about things like right. not playing Limblom as much as he should have and not getting the most out of Patrick. No. And like, I... What's up? No, I was his 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 last his final night with the job. He scratches Limblom for Yorld. Right, like that was that, and like that was a regular decision. Yeah. of his. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, no. remember your believe me, believe me. This is not defend Dave Hacks all the time, but it's like yeah. he never actually had my. The one thing I always say is, you know, find me a goalie or find you a coach or whatever. Yeah, and it's like he just never got goaltending. A lot of plans get they go awry if your goalie can't make a single mm-hmm. save. We often said, with all the problems this team has, with the coach and the bottom six and what special teams, whatever you want to blame, when they get goaltending, they tend to win. Yeah. Like, and that, even with Dave Haxtell, with Craig Berube, with, uh, who the, what, in Nashville, what's it, LaViolette? <laughs> like, I, you know, uh, Mumbly <laughs> Joe. The actually the good one. Guy. Forgot yeah. his name. Uh, like, when all that stuff happened, when they would actually get a good goalie performance, even if it was just, like, for a week's worth of games, yeah. they would win them. Yeah. So, and that's, like, as bad as they were, they were going to regress to the mean, and... I, that's kind of what they've done this here. Is what it just this took run. a crazy run. Yeah, this is what this run symbolizes for me is that they actually have goaltending now. Even the win yeah. on the win on Sunday was just Carter Hart saving twenty shots and mm-hmm. then the Flyers score with like ten seconds left. When you're allowing a goal on like forty percent of the power plays against, it's <laughs> you're probably not going to win that much. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, and just fixing that a little bit, yeah. kind of. Uh, that is going back to the, sorry to go back to the run real quick too. Yeah. I think that's a positive. Is it seems like they corrected the penalty kill. It seems like it, because they've they're, jumped up in numbers. They're killing penalties, which is different. Which is That's different new. than before, yeah. which was <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, just conceding a goal every time they went on. If yeah. you mash these two imperfect coaches together, yeah. you'd have a pretty yeah, good hockey what, coach. Yeah. No, that's right. Yeah. Speaking of Bill and Ted, you just take the two, <laughs> you take the two stations. Yeah, you they run at each station. other full speed. You have one mega station, and it helps you defeat the evil Bill and Ted. So if you get the Gordon Hackstall station, you can win hockey games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what it all comes down you to. You just need uh, evil, or you just need super genius dead aliens from yep. heaven that God gives you and yep. lets you bring home to defeat the evil robot usses. Focus Journey is a weird movie. <laughs> it is and again, we're, weird. We're talking about a franchise that the entire first movie revolves around getting famous figures from history and stuffing them in a telephone booth. That travels through time. 
And the second movie, somehow, is just insanely bizarre in comparison. I smell, I smell like an off-season Broad Street Hockey Bill and Ted watch party. Watch party. Both yeah. movies. Screw Matt, We did the playoff watch party yeah, last year. That. Let's, like, rent, like, uh, I heard the Trocadero's closing. Let's try to get a movie night in Palladium there before they're done. Big, Palladium has a big Hell yes. uh, projection, projection screen. Oh, my God. We can just this... go to Palladium and let's watch do Bill like and a, uh, Let's do, like, a uh, mystery science theater yes. Bill and Ted. <laughs> I, like, a movie with laughs already in it, though, is tough. And it, like, could the we best be funnier we than that movie? Mm, Us? We could. Yeah, yeah, yeah we we really I think so. Yeah. I have a couple dorks. Yeah, Steph is gonna to. listen to this show. She's gonna fucking. <laughs> we're gonna all get fired. Yeah. Oh I'm yeah, we're all. Her, <laughs> it was all Craig. There's the hockey. Yeah, give it to her. Yeah, yeah, Craig gets fired every other day anyway. Let's get off my back. Listen, we could go on with this topic for another four hours easy. So let's just. I didn't even read the style guide this week, so. I saw it and I was like, eh, no one edits my stuff anyway. I sure What's an edit? What's an edit? I look for the little red underline. If there's nothing, I'm good. All right, fam. Uh, It's actually Kelly who edits all my stuff, so. Sure. (laughs) I guess it's her problem. There are certain people that I trust implicitly. You are one. Craig is one for some reason. And, For um, some reason, because I'm an amazing writer. That's Those why. are the three writers yeah. that I implicitly trust and don't. I just kind of scroll for oh, red. Yeah, squiggies. I mean, I, in, in writing, <laughs> I don't. I can't go like. <laughs> so like, you know, there's there's nothing to worry about in my writing. It's yeah. my actual speaking. Uh, I picture Bill sitting at a desk with like one of those headset to words thing, and it's just like eight thousand words, and then just you gotta edit it all out. So, Bill, the next thing you have on the sheet here is yeah, we who is the worst this. possible jersey off the back prize, but I kind of want to expand this as yeah, well okay. and say, mm-hmm. what's the worst Flyers autographed merchandise you have? Like, the most irrelevant oh, Flyer. Because oh. I have a puck signed really by so Bronco Radovojevic. He's in the man, run, though. That one is just like, you look I at this and see 20 and you're like, Radovojevic. Oh, 20 uh, scribbles. I think that's an R. <laughs> oh. Who is that? Bronco Radovojevich. I have a Mark Bureau game use stick. What? <laughs> Mark Bureau. I'm trying Did to it come hits. with a Colin Forbes t-shirt? So much, or no? I have so much phantoms. Colin Forbes my all-time miss. <laughs> yes. I, was a yes. little, I was a little kid, and he was dominant down there, oh, yeah. man. He, he was, was a, Oh, I remember. He, he, people thought he was going to be extremely He was old. something, man. Wait, I didn't think we were going to ever get to this moment, but uh, let me just say this. Uh, Mike Manilunk, do you want to... Do you want to Are go? Oh, that kid can play. There you go. <laughs> I mean, Steve, I just love Mike Madelok. Yeah, That's Steve's all. favorite player. <laughs> I talk about Mike Madelok every chance. Whatever I get. the Calder Cup version of the Con Smythe is for that '98. Go to those Phantoms <laughs> games. I'm like that Mike Madelok. He's gonna be a great NHLer. He wasn't. If we want to have like a late '90s Phantoms night, I'm here for this. I just want to. Like, I'm ready. I, I have a late '90s Phantoms. It wouldn't jersey, be. So. I can't imagine it would be that hard to round them all up. Peter White, come on now. We're literally not doing anything. We'll call Peter White can't be that hard. To find, right? Do you guys remember us? Yeah. Yes, yeah, Sean McCosh. Like, let's do it, Sean. You were the forgotten guy on that top line. Peter White won all the MVPs, but I know you were yeah, doing the we work, too. Yeah, we were looking too. at you, buddy. Uh, yeah, the worst part, I guess last night was fan appreciation night. I keep losing you guys in my headphones. Oops. Uh, I think this one's good. But, yeah, um, last night was fan appreciation. I don't know if they still do Jersey off the back night, so maybe I uh, on fan appreciation or if they do it differently, but... Uh, I was just thinking there are some, when you're sitting there, I, I remember being at like one of the last ones when I was going to the games uh, in the press box, and there were like two guys left. And it was like a star and then like a guy who was scratched for the night and just was out there in jeans and his jersey. I was like, imagine being the last two season ticket holders that got called out there. And you're like, I'm getting one of these two. <laughs> it's like, it could be Ghost or it could be Brandon Manning. <laughs> and, but 
even if it's a bad one, there are funny ones that yeah. you can wear. Like at this point, I would love an Andrew McDonald. I think that would be a great jersey. Great now. story behind it. You know, you could put it on. But all, is Corbin on your aquarium like looking starfish. at the looking at the roster last <laughs> night? Is Corbin Knight Corbin funny Knight enough? Absolutely not. not. No. no, Corbin Knight's like the funny. worst that's of everything. That's just depressing. It's just that's, depressing. That's like, I can't fucking believe I actually got caught down to the ice. And I I, now, I have Corbin one Knight. that I can't determine if it'll be funny or if I would just hate oh. still, and that'll be Chris Vandevelde. I don't think he's ironic <sighs> enough, and it would actually infuriate There's just me. so much mm. ill will towards yeah. him. He yes. was, yeah. Veroni uh, Veroni would be a pretty bad one. Because Vandevelde, yeah. that's basically wearing a Dave Haxtall jersey. That's what that pretty is. Vandevelde yes, and Haxtall yeah. are, that to me, he symbolizes yeah. that era. Imagine a Dave Haxtall jersey. That is just. No, no, I will not. No. no thank you. <laughs> that's fit. I like, accidentally what's... brought up the 1998 99 Phantoms. Accident- accidentally. Yeah. In my life I now. fell on my computer keys and look at that, Google. <laughs> like, I loved Kent Manderville. By the... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, McIsaac. He was my favorite player on that team. He used a diamond cutter in a fight once. I swear to God, he actually used a professional wrestling move in a fight with the Phantoms. He didn't fight often, but when he did, he beat the shit out of people. I love Dave McIsaac. He had that crooked nose. He taught me how to play defense in 1998. Played those angles. I know that name. I know that name. He was so tall. He was a big boy. Wait, didn't he play a game... Did I think he play played a game, a game in the end and got his ass kicked by somebody. I'm sorry that I yeah. did this. No, no that's like, I was going to say the <laughs> worst. Literally no problem with Yeah, the worst thing I have signed was from Zach Ronaldo, which was the infamous Ooh. story that I told on Fly Perbole where I. I know, bro. Yeah. Uh. I just walked up to him. I was like, hey, man, you're, you're the fucking man, Zach. And I handed him the thing. And he's like, I know, bro. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Thank that you. is amazing. Get out of my life. I, I have a friend <laughs> who ran into Ronaldo at like a 7 Eleven or something Oof. around where they used to live yeah. in Center City. And he was just like, hey, man, good game tonight. He was like, I didn't play tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, check you later, Thanks, sir. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, uh, I'm trying to, I have a Sean I, Podine autograph. I know that you love, a good one. I know you love Sean Podine. Yeah. Sean Podine is the man. The best spelling of Sean possible. I was going to say, yeah. I think I also. S-H-J-O-N. S-H-J-O-N. Jody Hull. Oh, Jody yeah. Hull. Jody Hull is my favorite. Jody Hull, like, autographed, like, the inserts from the program. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Jody Hall. Jody Hall's my favorite go-to for those early, or those 90s teams, because yeah. he was. Well, that's a good one. He's random, yeah. All right, uh, let's get to this uh, 2018-19 NHLPA player poll, because honestly, we haven't done an ice sport radio in freaking the forever. The schedule keeps screwing uh, with us. The schedule's screwing with us. I've been busy with this stupid move. Sounds like a lot Becoming of an adult. Yeah, yeah. Outside, sort of. It's basically all excuses. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, have, I have no problem saying we've just been lazy. Uh, but we can't re- record during games because we watch them intently as professionals This would. is free content. You'll get what we give you. How about that? Uh, so <laughs> You'll get it and like it, jerks. <laughs> the uh, the Flyers things on here. We'll start with that best mascot. Gritty, of course, gets a very nice yeah. sixty nine point four percent two zero percent. In my mind, yes, sixty nine four twenty. I mean, yeah, not only sure. is it nice, but nobody else was even close. All the other mascots. Oh were just, yeah, just garbage. Yeah. Also, I want to say uh, no Harvey the Hound. I saw on the top five. Bailey which, didn't get in, did he? Harvey the Hound. Every no, I don't think so. Oh, Bailey, suck it, no, Bailey. Bailey wasn't even in the top. The second yeah. one was so the Maple salty. Leafs. Fucking oh. polar bear. Well, imagine that. Yeah, Every, oh, wow, Toronto. Everyone went to bed with freaking <laughs> Toronto pajamas. Toronto. has got Bunch a of pajama boys. Pajama boy, yeah. which is a well-known. John Tavares uh, stuffing the battle box on this Toronto's one. got a good, respectful mascot, <laughs> unlike Carolina, who doesn't know how to respect the game. What what Jerry has a heart attack. What did they do last <laughs> night? They hunt. were like duck hunting. Yeah. Yeah. Duck hunt. I only amazing. saw like a gif of it, and I it's scrolled great. by. It's great. 
Claude Giroux, fourth best trash talker. That's actually surprising. I think uh, I think of the Steve Ott clip a lot. Yeah, with, uh, back on twenty four seven. That was a good one. Where he's like, I, I never said you were bad. <laughs> he whips the face off. The pigeon thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do believe he's like a chirper out there, yeah, and he's yeah. just kind of running around doing Claude Giroux stuff. But like the the odd one, I just feel like a lot of times Giroux to me I'm, is an amazing hockey player. Yeah. But in terms of um his brain. I don't think maybe he's the smartest guy, and so he just, like, says stuff, and people take it like he's talking shit, and he's just like, I don't know, man, I'm just out here. Why are you so mad? I saw a typo earlier today in a text that said couch bag, and I'm pretty sure it meant to say douchebag, but it's a couch bag, and I'm like, is that a weird insult I don't know about? It's just like... I don't know. For me, like I find humor in the the subtle details and the fact that he did the pigeon noise after he bought a pigeon. Yeah, like that is like elite <laughs> level. You're skating past a guy going, ah. <laughs> I want to know when Konechny gets among these uh, rankings oh God, of it's trash be talkers, though, because that so, guy is quickly establishing himself if, as an elite. If the you fucking nerds thing doesn't oh make its God, rounds across so the league, so good. Yeah. So good. So good. So good. Yeah, what, take be. off the ear cuffs. <laughs> what, take what off it? the ear cuffs, you fucking nerd. And then they cut the and then they cut the Gensel just whining on the bench. Shut up! Just shut up! Did you see that gif of him doing like the flinchy thing with somebody and then laughing hysterically at it? Like, and then he like laughed hysterically about it. It was the funniest thing I've ever Nick seen. Nick Cousins makes both the pl- the PA the players. I, the trash talking list because I remember when he was here, I, I was him. constantly oh, perplexed. I, you know what? As to how many penalties yeah. he drew because it was very much like slap shot. Reg, what did you say to him? <laughs> like, what was he out there? Like, he's a mediocre third liner yeah. at best, and people are just punching him in the face and I was like what could he possibly be saying to draw this many penalties and I guess he's just an outstanding chirper you this know, is why Wired needs to be a regular show it's my yeah. dream for the Mike, NHL some Mike players every game a in every weekly game. HBO uncensored yep. show it's a straight up highlight show with just the players out there talking Chirpin. the refs talking shit to the players <laughs> yeah. you fucking did it sit the fuck down <laughs> yeah. the NHL needs that. that dimension it needs a it's more yeah, interesting of the game because these guys are the least interesting athletes in all of sports. Yes. I mean, other sports don't really yeah. do that, right? The only time they're the themselves is when they're on the ice. No, the, the NFL's got a lot of wired stuff going on. Yeah. NBA, you can hear a lot of stuff. NBA's huge on trash talk, and that's why the NBA's a huge sport. People love Joel Embiid going out there trash talking every fool oh, around. I mean, I, there was the Would the screenshot I saw. He dunks on them constantly. I All the dunking. I but there was a screenshot I saw the other day where somebody said, um, I ran into Embiid, and I said, Hey, I'm not a Sixers fan, but uh, you know you're great out there. And he just like laughed and said, like your team probably sucks. <laughs> like, it's amazing. And like NHL players get up there and they're just like, oh, you know, you gotta give 100 percent for the team and blah blah blah. Like, no, I want to hear them trash talk. I want to hear something interesting from NHL players. I want to say my favorite part of the the wire thing that they just did for the stadium series was when uh, Mike Sullivan was doing his old piss baby oh routine, God. and he went on for like two minutes, and he was like, oh, all my players are dying out here. You're not giving us goals. And then the ref was just like, is there a question? Or, oh, it was amazing. And then, like, and then Mike Sullivan was just like, no, just letting you know. And the ref was like, all right. All right and he skated it away. was amazing. <laughs>
Because like, I was sitting there, I was like, I wonder what the ref's going to say. And, and that's said the thing it. that's so frustrating oh, is that you do see, like, all of these guys have fantastic personalities. Oh, and yeah. they just shut them down because it's, it's been drilled so into their annoying. heads since yeah. they were 12. This is how you it's answer all a about question. The team. It's all about <laughs> the Getting team. Getting pucks deep. The only pool. time the players. Yeah, <laughs> the only time the players are ever themselves is when they're on the ice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, like, like we were just saying with the NBA, the NBA is figured. Oh wait! Everything like, I love the NBA because it's straight up pro wrestling. Like it is story. Because the regulars, it, it is what it is. The two best teams go to the final, and that's yeah. just what the NBA is. You know that Golden State's gonna be there. It's just gonna happen. But there's so many other things going on. I look at it like, yes, I know what the main event of WrestleMania is going to be and all this other stuff. Like, there's so many other storylines, too. <laughs> and that's what, like, I would love to see the NHL capture yeah. that a little bit. Just a tiny just bit. Just a little bit. Just like, a smidge. All right, a so smidge. let's get to some more of this poll here. There's one I just looked up. Uh, who would make the best NHL GM once they retire? And Sidney Crosby got the lead on this with 5.5%. That's some bullshit, guys. Have you seen who he chooses for his yeah. line mates? Yeah, no. Who he chooses who the biggest pieces of yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every time. It say, he already is a GM. But they're not good. No. He just makes no, them No, he's just been the best player for decades. Yeah. So it's like, here he you go. He just makes my, them good. Yeah. I don't trust his evalu- no, my, evaluation his skills. My favorite was the surge of... Wow, where did Jared McCann come from this season? Articles last week, and then there was just like the lead paragraph was on a line with Sidney Crosby. I'm like, oh, I think yeah, I figured it out. Exactly. I'm not going to read it anymore. So, who is the best forward in terms of skills? I was surprised by this. I know that the most skilled guy in the league is Connor McDavid. To be able to do what he does at the speed he does it is absolutely freaking incredible. It's and he's awesome. He's going to be awesome for his entire career. But he's at 63.6%, followed by Crosby at 17, McKinnon at 4, Nikita Kucherov, who's about to have the most points <laughs> in 25 years, under 4%. Master of deception, by the yeah, way. I just, just the that, Nobody likes a Russian, man. I, is that what it is? Is I it just wonder, straight up the, the bias there still? I wonder how much people still hear Nikita Kucherov and they're like, oh, Stamkos in the Lightning, and they really don't give Kucherov enough credit. And I get it. I wonder does, how much like that plays into. He it. does play with with Stamkos, and I guess except I guess you play with Drysital, but obviously McDavid yeah. much yeah. better than Drysital. Crosby, like we just said, plays with a couple of buddies, yeah. and that's that. Just rec leaguers. McKinnon plays with my God. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Brandon Landis. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. At one point early this season, it was like, mid November, maybe. Oh, it was uh, like lines the three four. Forwards, uh, combining for a point, like all three of them got a point on the goal, and it was the uh, Couturier, Giroux, Konechny line had eight, the Goudreau, Monahan, and whoever line had eight, and the Colorado line twenty. <laughs> and this oh, was yeah. like the end of November. Yeah, I think I think Rand was like leading the league in points at one point. He was, yeah, yeah, he, he was, was up. dominant. Yeah. But I just, I Kucherov being below four doesn't make sense. Yeah. Surprising to me. Best defenseman, Hedman, not a surprise. He's amazing. The one thing that annoys me about this poll, and is a trend that annoys me just in general, is Alexander Barkov. When you hear that name, everybody says he's underrated, right? Yep. Yeah. Literally everybody. Everybody on the face of the earth says he's underrated. So if he's underrated uh, by yeah. everybody, he's how is he under fucking right? Ra- Literally everybody. <laughs> everybody, like when you say underrated player, everybody's like, oh, Barkov. And then 100% of the people say Barkov. So it's maybe like, he's not underrated. It's maybe like we're rating him. A great thing for Craigslist. Oh, would yeah. It be, oh, yeah. <laughs> would it be now? Kevin's favorite. Would it feature. be now Sean Couturier? 
I, it has to be. Mm. I was also thinking. Extremely underrated. Well, I was going to say, actually, working off your other point, I think Random may not get as much love as he should, but still, he's well, with. He's with two guys much more established, right. but my God. Katoria should be up there, fantastic. especially if he doesn't win the goddamn Selkie, Selkie this year. Yeah. yeah, like it's kind of a well, nonsense if he doesn't. Yeah. Bergeron. Bergeron was the other for guy. His 40th win. Bergeron and Backstrom who were the guy like five or six years ago where everybody was like, you know, these guys are underrated. And Roman and then, like, Yossi. Articles on Yahoo. I and always, Roman Yossi's the guy I always think like he was oh, underrated yeah. for. It's actually. Shay Weber, yeah, <laughs> but like Yossi was underrated for six straight years yeah. to the point he was eventually overrated. Right, like, <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. it works. Yeah, uh, best so, goalie reaches critical mass. Carey Price gets thirty percent still for best goalie. I just I figured people would be over him. I want to worry about. I mean, next year it's going to be. I mean, hard anyway. Yeah, it's hard. Hard's the best goalie of all time. Yeah, it's better than Bernie. <laughs> They're going to rename yeah, the president. Barkov gets <laughs> Barkov got most underrated, 21.5%. Katorie yeah, doesn't make the list. Miko Ranton in there with 4.4. Like he's said. not even rated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Underrated on the underrated list. Most, no rated. most difficult to play against. I like this. McDavid, 31. Crosby, 16. Bergeron, 9.2. McKinnon, 5. Kopitar, 3.5. I saw Kopitar a... has really dipped this year after being a Hart Trophy candidate yeah. last year. He's got well, like 50 points. I mean, that team sucks. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> Drew's put up bit. points on yeah, no, yeah, That's a fair point, too. I was going to say, uh, it's funny. I think Andrew Berkshire tweeted about today, too. Those are the five most difficult players to play against. And all of them are like the gritty, physical, stay-at-home defensemen. That yeah. Always, yeah, they're actually skilled. Okay. Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's turns yeah. out it's almost like skill. The hardest <laughs> players to play against are the ones who are the going to are good. beat you. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Like, oh, wild yeah. idea. Um, literally, literally, yeah, weird, right? <laughs> literally, no one in the league can keep up with David, and that makes him very hard to play against. <laughs> yes, he correct. is. Accurate. I'm sorry, coach. He's faster than me. I had to say that a lot when I was playing. We so <laughs> Drysdale is going to get like 45 goals, 40s, and McDavid's still McDavid, and the Oilers are nowhere near the. Hot Someone, garbage. Yeah. Someone told me that they heard somewhere that uh, McDavid like wants to be traded. Well, but like, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, like, they heard it from Connor in, McDavid. Internally, yeah. internally, I'm sure that he does. Yeah. But I don't know if like he outwardly, actually came out. yeah. that's you can't said. say it. You I guess really if you're say him. It, like no. they slapped the I C think... on you. They gave you the contract. Yeah. You're the savior. But like. Yeah. I, I, he's. I guess you technically. How good? Look at what that team is with the best player maybe so I've bad. seen, and they're in salary cap trouble. Like yeah. they're near the limit. They, they have they spent a lot of money on shit yeah. have, until the end of time. <laughs> they have two good players. I mean, yeah. they have Nugent Hopkins no, 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 and like no. nurses they coming into really his own players, and stuff. Yeah. But like, they have two good players. Yeah. yeah. And like, like other is very sad. Tampa's in salary cap trouble because they have an all-star team. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Tampa is just cloning their prospects. And then one, the, one I, of them needs a contract. I think contract. Detroit's up there, too, but they paid an all-star team from, like, 2005. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, they had, Detroit's yeah, up, like up there. Nick and Lindstrom. L.A.'s up there, too, actually. Yeah, Nick Lindstrom's taking money under the table like Mario was. <laughs> Detroit found uh, some money for Jimmy Howard today, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Another year. Oh, that goes back to my Talbot thing. By the way, the backup goalie market isn't that Where? great. Yeah, Ooh. there's no one out there I want. That's, yeah. like, Talbot's kind of the only solution. Yeah. Well, that's what like, I was, do you like, want to go get Robin Lehner? Like, he wants to get paid like a starter. Yeah, Flyers he's hockey, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, what else? What else? <laughs> I'm looking at uh, who has the best nickname. Uh, Tomas Tartar. Or Tatar. Uh, Tartar. <laughs> uh, Tomas Tartar finally comes out on top on something with Tuna <laughs> is his nickname. I didn't even what know What were the other nicknames? ones? The other ones listed are uh, Artemi Panarin, Future Flyer. Oh, Breadman. Uh, Breadman. Yeah. Breadman. Uh, <laughs> Marco Snacks Dano. Okay. 
uh, Christian Stinky Fisher and Connor McJesus McDavid, which, by the way, I think pasta is better than that. I think pasta is better than I think pasta, well, pasta, pasta is, is better than really good one. Craig, what, Craig Smith's nickname? Or Craig, who was the other guy? Who was Stinky? Uh, Christian Fisher? Christian What's Fisher. happening right now? Oh, the poll, I the don't players' know. poll. Okay. Yeah. The uh, I found this one interesting just because Philly kind of has the rep, but which arena has the best atmosphere? The Does Knights, not make right? the list. We get Vegas, uh, Vegas runaway winners, sure. then Montreal, Nashville, for Chicago, now. Winnipeg. I can't argue with any of those. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. They're all good. Best ice? Yeah, Flyers don't make that one either. Ice has been bad lately. Here we go. Yeah, we did get gritty, so we actually did something. <laughs> I will... Nick Cousins was on the best and oh, worst track. And so is Marshan, so yeah, I don't think Marshan. the players know what they're doing. I don't think so, the yeah. players really understood. <laughs> like, yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, I don't want to hear him talk shit. They don't understand the question. Uh, I, I, I feel like no players make good analysts except bad ones. Like, I want a right, bad. Right. Like, well, Keith Jones is great. I'm not saying Jones is a bad player. He were, served his purpose. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like those those bench guys, right? The depth guys who yeah. kind of more observe guys who had the to game. Think the game. Right. Mm-hmm. They make the best coaches and they make the best analysts because they observe the game mm-hmm. and they're looking at it. And, you know, they've never really, they have to try harder to even play at the level they're playing at. All right, Sam guys, uh, we're actually out of time now. I can't believe we just vamped for like 20 we, minutes. We totally we are all going to get fired. Effect. <laughs> that's, uh, that's this is all our last podcast here, <laughs> so it was nice knowing you guys. That's all the time we have for you this week on BSH Radio. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places that you find podcasts. We're there. Just search Broad Street Hockey. My name is Bill Matz. For Craig, for Steve, for Kelly, have a great week, everybody. Are you ready to talk about sports? Yeah! Who's gonna score hockey goals? Our team! No one does more hockey than our boys! The Flyers! Broadstreet Hockey Radio! Turn the shit up, you motherfucker! to the field.